And they tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic Conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I am joined, as always, by my pal, my good buddy from St. Agnes and Rockville Center, Frank Alasia. Frank, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is good. The question is, why don't people come to church? What reasons do they give, or do they even care to give a reason? We know they say things like, the church is not welcoming or inclusive. The priest scandal turned me off. Church teachings are out of touch with today's culture regarding same-sex unions, abortion, or the role of women in the church. And what is our response to these kinds of statements? Not that we're going to immediately win an argument with the person who says them, but what is our response? So start us off, Frank, with the first one. The church teachings are out of touch. Well, Jesus says, upon this rock, I will build my church. He didn't say a church or your church. The teachings of the church are absolute and right and wrong doesn't change with time because Jesus Christ himself started it. Every other church since then has been man-made. When we disagree with the church, we're disagreeing with Jesus. When you hear things like, I don't know why women can't be priests, or I think people of the same sex should be able to marry, or I, like, I don't like the fact I can't use artificial contraception. I mean, notice all the eyes. You're looking for a religion that fits your set of beliefs. You're no longer following Jesus. You're really following yourself. And that is the sin of pride. I know better in my little mind. I know better than all the apostles, than the saints, and then and the great doctors of the church. And the church has reasons why we have these dogmas and doctrines, you know, and people who, who don't agree with them really, a lot of times have never delved into or looked at the reasons why we have them. Like the person who, who doesn't want to go to the doctor because, uh, you know, they don't want to hear bad news. The divinity of the church is always there. We have Christ's guarantee that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Right. As you say, Christ built his church on the rock of Peter and gave it authority. And that word refers to the teaching authority of the church. It's not authoritarian. It's authoritative in that it, it, it can teach and lead you to the truth and not make you do what you don't want to do. Yeah. All right. What about the second one? The, the whole priest scandal has turned me off, they say. Well, that the, the whole clergy sex abuse scandal has been re, has really hit the church hard and rightly so. It's horrible. Um, I was up in Corpus Christi and I heard Father Tominsky give a, a beautiful sermon on that. And he said, never base your faith on the sins of another man. Right. You wouldn't do it in everyday life. So don't do it with your eternal soul. If your house was getting robbed. OK, and you're going to call a local police and the local police that had a rogue cop in there 10 years ago. Would you still call? Of course you would. The same thing. If you if you were sick and you had to go to the emergency room and that hospital had a had a malpractice suit 25 years ago, would you go? Of, of course you would. It's the same with the church. You can't give up on the church Christ established for us to get to heaven because of what somebody else did. Jesus is not going to ask you about the bishop who looked the other way. 
He's not going to ask you about the priest who committed these horrible crimes. It's going to be between you and Jesus at judgment. And you don't want to lose heaven because of what someone else did. Right. And although many steps have been taken to end that sad chapter in church history, the stain still exists. And we always want to remind people to stay focused on their own relationship with Christ. Yes. And, and the church is the vehicle Christ gives us to get to heaven. Okay, that third one, uh, the church is not inclusive. It's funny, you know, you and I uh, went to the seven o'clock mass regularly at St. Patrick's Cathedral. And when we looked around, we saw the very wealth, wealthy and successful people alongside the downtrodden and the poor. And it certainly seemed to us that the church was spanning all cultures and all societies when we looked around, right? Yeah, it, it, it did. And I think Cardinal Dolan really says it well when he says, the point is when everyone is welcome, but not anything goes. When people are seeking inclusion, they're seeking to get in, whether it be a team, a country, or a church. If you want to be included, there are certain laws you have to follow. You can't just come in and disrupt a defined community. The church is the body of Christ. It's divine. It's perfect because Christ founded it. The members are sinners right up to the Pope, but not the church. You know, you exclude yourself when you think that you can pick and choose what doctrine you want to follow. And, and I mean, in that sense, the church is inclusive. I mean, if you thought about it in the sense of sports, it's like, you know, you want to lower the basket in basketball or you want to make, you know, you want to make the foul line 10 feet instead of 15 feet. You, you can't do that. You want your you want the church to play by your rules and that that you can't do. But I think with all these three, all these three questions, the bottom line is when people lose interest in the faith, it's simply because something has become more important in their life. They don't need Jesus anymore because they're already full. They're full of desires. I want this. I want money. I want fortune. I want fame. I want all the things that the world has to offer. So there's no, there's no room for Christ. We have to empty ourselves so Christ can fill us. Amen to that. I don't believe that. The church is not a place where we judge and exclude, but rather invite and teach. And we have not communicated that effectively to our young people. Uh, the intellectual foundations of our faith, which leaves a lot of their questions unanswered. I mean, from Augustine to Aquinas to the 20th century scholars we have, we have sound reason and evidence for our faith. So providing good answers to tough questions is a major part of how we accompany uh, these non-believers uh, in our midst today. And again, this includes non-judgmental listening and then at key moments teaching. So we have to get better at responding to their questions. Uh, the sacraments are the way that we encounter and receive Jesus Christ, right? They provide the grace necessary for the journey. And to be a good Catholic, we must conform ourselves to his grace. Look, God has a plan for all of us, and we are part of his plan. And when we lower our nets as fishers of men, even when the results are discouraging, we trust that he will convert them in his own time. We just have to prepare ourselves to do his will and fulfill our destiny. Amen, Deacon. Well said. All right. Thanks, Frank. Folks, don't forget to like us and follow us. 
on your plat- podcast platform and uh, send us an email, anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. That's anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, I love you a lot. I'll talk to you next time, okay? Thanks. God bless, Deacon.